Welcome to the Journal of Biophilic Design podcast. Well, we're really happy today to be joined by Maggie Prokopi. She's co-founder and owner of the Workplace Trend Series of Conferences, which attracts TEDx-level speakers. It looks at happy, healthy, productive workplaces and is an opportunity to share knowledge, connects designers, managers and consultants. Maggie, thanks very much for joining us. It's an absolute pleasure. Thank you for asking me. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're doing now and how you come to be doing that? Oh, yes, it's a pleasure to, to be here, Vanessa. Thanks very much for asking me. Um, yeah, I run the Workplace Trends conferences. Um, and we also do a couple of conferences, uh, well, no, one conference a year on learning environments too, which um, kind of ties in quite nicely with offices, the office space as well. We've been doing those since, I think, 2002. Mm-hmm. Um, so in there, um, London-based originally, and but we're now we're branching out, and we've run in New York and Copenhagen. Um, we're hopefully running. You know, all things being well, we're hoping to run in Madrid uh, in the oh, autumn wow. as well, and um, India are going great guns too. We have a partner in India who's uh, who's uh, being very busy at the moment, running running events and Zoom webinars. I, um, and what do you think it's? I mean, obviously, um, I know personally interested and passionate about biophilic design um obviously this is the journal of biophilic design so (laughs) it's the ideal platform um what do you think is one of the most important things about biophilic design people should consider and why do you reckon that is i think it's um it's about the connectivity to nature i think you can't get away from that and i think in the the current you know scenario at the moment where we're pretty much housebound because of corona Mm. um you know, it's it's kind of a quite a, a, a gentle reminder that um, we're all mortal and just really residents living here um, mm. on the planet. And, you know, nature can really just press this pause button whenever we get out of hand and, uh, and uh, put everything on hold while it sort of recovers. So um, I think biophilic design kind of ties in with that. And it is quite a, a, a nice little reminder of uh, who we are. Why do you think biophilic design is important in itself, you know, using, you know, biophilic design elements in workplaces or healthcare or wherever other spaces? I think it's, again, this, this connection. People are drawn, even unconsciously, to, to nature and natural things. I mean, if you think about, um, you know, if you have a, a sunny bank holiday, where do people go? They go to the Lake District, Cornwall, the woods, you know, the beach. So uh, if, if you give them, you know, the opportunity, they're, they're always going to gravitate towards uh, a natural environment. Yeah, it's true because nature does draw you, doesn't it? As you say, people Definitely. people go yeah. on holiday, they do choose beaches and, you know, I mean, it's sort of a choice, you know, your, your, your ideal choice of a holiday is, is somewhere where you have fantastic views um, and yeah. um, having greenery around you. Um, it's a, it's a haven, really, isn't it, yes. I suppose? Oh, yes, that's right. I mean, if you know, you choose your hotel room, don't you? If you, The one yeah. with the, the view of the sea is the more expensive one. You know. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. You're right. Exactly, yeah. yeah. We're re- obviously recording this during the coronavirus lockdown. What would you advise people to do, which obviously would be relevant after the lockdown? Obviously, you've mentioned, you know, sort of planting um, trees. I mean, we can still order stuff, for instance, and people, you know, can plant it mm. if they're lucky enough to have a space outside um even a window box presumably um yeah. but what would you 
advise would be a good thing for people to do in terms of like engaging with nature and, and sort of using yeah. biophilic design? Well, I think the most important thing, obviously, is if you can to get out and about. Um, that's not a design thing, is it? But you, it's it's quite important to just get out. And if you're in the middle of town or a city, try and find out the nearest park, really, and just yeah. go and sit there. <laughs> and uh, yeah, um, but um, I think in the house, and uh, again, yeah, I've probably referred to it already, but um, having plants around you, it's a quick fix, it really is. And it's the cheapest, um, you know, as far as biophilic design goes, it's, it's probably the cheapest and quickest fix you can do. And, and the bigger, I think, and the leafier they are, um the better um so um yeah mm -hmm. and as, as you say window boxes balconies if you've got balcony planting that'd be good um yeah. i think also something gets overlooked quite a bit and that's um animals and pets you know i mean i never feel complete unless i've got a cat or a dog beside me and i, I don't think i'm the only one mm -hmm. um and that again is a connection to to nature um so I think, wouldn't like to overlook that. Um, so I think there've been studies done about you know when you stroke a stroke a cat, your heart rate steadies, doesn't it, and goes down. The other thing I wanted to say as well was um, in the COVID the, these times, all the days are merging into one, aren't they? And we're never quite sure when you wake up what day it is. It's like Sunday again, and <laughs> and um, so it's easy, quite easy to lose track of your your time, and and that's where the daylight thing comes in I think it's circadian rhythms isn't it way so it's like, so again with your grumpy teenagers it, it's it's difficult but try and make sure they open the windows you know the curtains in the morning and um, and just be aware of the passing of time and the passing of day when it's you know the the morning light and then the dusk and that that kind of and that just helps set the day for you I think Mm -hmm. I think you're right the circadian rhythm is really important and as you mm -hmm. say it is you know you kind of wake up and think what day is it and then we haven't yeah. even had the thing this morning going is it Wednesday is it Tuesday yeah oh, it's Tuesday no it's not we put the bins out oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I'm really lucky because I've got a big window and I kind of have what, a sort of big French door thing and the, the light comes in so I'm, I'm really lucky but you mentioned about animals and pets and um, obviously um, Edward Wilson E.O. Wilson who everybody mm. quotes about obviously he was the, the sort of the not the founder but the kind of one of the originators of the word biophilia he kind of celebrated it in his book biophilia but he does mention about animals and it's about ah. living things it's about life yeah um so yeah it's not just about um plants and greenery obviously it's a big part of it because it's about nature but it's also about getting involved and and and, be, and surrounding yourself with, mm. with life i mean that's living what it means things, isn't it yeah, yeah yeah definitely so that's a really good point um i miss my cat um yeah i think yeah. i might get a fish or something or just something that's next something. to me that's moving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well you know sort of, uh, well, then i'll be thinking oh, i've got to free the fish <laughs> yeah i must admit we've got we, i have a new rule in the house where um we don't know now the boys are older and they've um, no more caged animals no more mice no more hamsters you know, I've yeah. still got one snake in a tank somewhere, you know, that well, somewhere I know exactly where it is. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I feel so sorry for it. But um, yeah. yes, uh, no more of those. We're just going to just cats and dogs now, I think. Yeah. So, so yeah, things that can be out, out and be yeah. free. So, yeah. yeah. Um, it's all going back to sort of the biophilic design element. Uh, there, are there are some exciting developments in biophilic design, obviously, 
you know your with workplace trends with what you do and I know yourself your own research and your own interest Maggie um, I mean what what sort of um, developments that you're seeing that you that's exciting you really um, I think there's a move increasingly now towards uh, landscaped offices rather than so there's been a big debate about cellular offices and um, open plan Mm-hmm. Um, and a, quite a big divide and, and discussion about which is better and, and uh, the happy medium seems to be landscaped offices with, and zoning so you have different zones and people um, large, by and large people can move around those so that they choose where to work that best suits what they're doing that day um, mm-hmm. and that that's quite exciting from the biophilic point of view I think because it kind of lends itself to well the name suggests it landscaped offices landscape gardening it's <laughs> very yeah. similar um, so I, I think um, I think that's a, a really nice um, nice development and it's a it's a move that the designs I've seen and the offices that I've seen, um, they've got beautiful flowing, flowing movements within the office. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, it's a, definitely a move away from, you know, the sharp objects, the hard surfaces, um, you know, where you used to walk around the office and you kind of bang your, you know, <laughs> when I worked in an office in the, in the bad old days, you know, I forever had a, a bruise at the top of my thigh where I was banging into <laughs> the corners of um, corners of sharp desks. So I think that's that's a nice development that that really um, dovetails into biophilic design. And nothing in nature is really perfectly straight, is it? Even you know, no. even the tallest, straightest tree is all slightly bent. You know, something. So. Yes, yes. It does. Uh, it it does um, open up. I think the office and it's sort of. Um, I, I don't know it frees it you know I, I think and much more movement within the office and I've seen there was one I think that um I do remember and there's quite a few I think Sky I think Neil Usher at Sky introduced it and also Nicola Gillen when they um did their ACOM offices the big debate about having a staircase in the middle mm-hmm. of the office space you know why why should we have the staircase in the middle they they're usually on the side you know is what they they got from the directors um but no they they kind of um stuck it out and so there's one of one of them in particular i'm remembering um had a, a lovely sweeping staircase so uh going you know a circular thing going up connecting all the levels um and it really opened up the space and people felt connected by it there was a health benefit obviously because people like to walk up it and <laughs> some people yeah. enjoyed being seen to, <laughs> to walk up it you know obviously there's lifts and other things are, are hidden away at the side so but um yeah and and it's just a really a really kind of almost a work of art really the way that came in it reminded me a little bit of um it's antonio gaudi where his work in um Barcelona some of the Barcelona houses that he uh, he he built and designed um all these art deco flowing um flowing landscapes inside really beautiful yeah sounds lovely and I suppose as well it kind of goes back to our whole our sort of primal nature isn't it that kind of inherent thing of having different areas you know Mm. like so even a tribal area thing is you know you have this sort of place under the trees you have the wide open spaces, you have shelter, you have your home, you have the fire, you know. So yeah. um, there is something the about opportunity. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I was going to say the opportunity to explore, I think, as well. I think that's what it gives that, into, brings that into the equation as well. Do you think there's an aspect of biophilic design that people misunderstand? 
or maybe it isn't as used as much um, maybe it's worthy of a revisit yeah i think we might i might have been guilty already in this in this conversation um <laughs> a bit actually it's <laughs> and it's just referring to biophilic designers um planting only um i, I think because it's obviously it's I, well, you know, I know, and, and I'm sure um, all, all the listeners know, it's not just the plants, it's it's the design of a space, it's the, the materials you use, it's, it's all of the elements of nature. So, um, But there's a lot of people out there, I think, um, who, you know, think biophilic design, yeah, I'll oh, stick, a, stick a cactus on the <laughs> desk and you'll be fine, dear, you know. <laughs> so so that's, that's really, I think, one of the overriding um, misunderstandings about it. I think also there's another misunderstanding about plants improving the air quality um, because there's a big thing with air quality in offices. Um, as you know, you have a natural dip in energy levels about three o'clock, and uh, and I'm I'm pretty sure if you test the air quality, then that's probably a bit rubbish mm -hmm. as well. You know, um, and I think, um, but and, and I've I've seen a few articles about uh, or, you know you plant put these plants in and it'll improve your air quality, but I think actually there's been some research that says actually no you have to have an awful lot of plants to <laughs> you have to have a forest of plants in order to do that so um that's a, a little bit of a misunderstanding but um I, but i think the connection with the with the natural materials and and, and the flow um and the patterns that you you can introduce into the landscape as well that resemble n natural patterns that that's um is worth developing more i think in the in the office and work workspace world why also do you think um views of nature are so important to us i mean i'm, I'm obviously what we do we you know obviously as you know i'm a photographer <laughs> um, but the images that um, we have on our site are, are sort of to help people who maybe can't get out or can't have views or can't you know there's not enough room for yeah. a living wall or anything like that um and also if the space is quite small we we have uh, views we have like landscape kind of things so you feel like you can walk into them which apparently yeah. is supposed to be the the optimum kind of type of image for biophilic yeah. enhancement kind of thing um I mean, i've got other kind of images that i'm doing now as well as, as in response to what people are asking for but what do you think is so important about a view of nature I, I, it must be really that it's if you can't have the real thing it that's the next best thing isn't it yeah so i think i mean in this country we've got a, ver a variable weather um sphere as well so it's not always practical to be outside um enjoying uh, enjoying nature so um it's uh, it doesn't work very well even if it's a beautiful day you can be sitting outside trying to do some work and they've got glare on the screen and a wasp in your coffee it just doesn't <laughs> doesn't really work so uh, in that case it's it's much better to have um, a, a view out of the window or if that's not possible or as well as one of your lovely um prints that that's i've seen beautiful forest prints and landscapes that you've you've gotten that's uh that's really really helpful and i think there's been, there's been some studies for recovery of patients in hospitals i think that's shown that just having a a print of, of nature a nature print in the room is that right will yeah, aid right. recovery yeah yeah it so, has they mean they need less um less um painkillers less intervention their blood pressure comes down it really helps yeah. delirium it reduces adhd and all sorts of things yeah. so no um, yeah. With that, so. yeah yeah exactly and especially with hospitals i mean if they're very pressurized uh obviously now but um yeah just having that view of nature which can help you know the staff as well so mm. um 
I think that's important as well because I, I mentioned we do this learning environments conference too and I've got a big bugbear about the way especially with the schools um, the way they're the schools are run you know there's a huge opportunity within schools i think um for, to introduce biophilic design mm -hmm. um massive massive opportunity i think the um higher education the universities and um for, and the colleges they're they're getting into it now i'm sure well i know they are <laughs> um mm. but the schools i think are lagging behind and um and it's a real shame because that it's the youngsters of today i think uh, they're already interested in in uh, apparently they're some of the biggest purchasers of um planting <laughs> um so um yeah they're really doesn't take much to encourage them in that direction and i really wish the schools would uh, look into it and because I, I just really thought of that because you mentioned adhd um mm. because i think it's uh, and also they you know it's important to reinforce this connection with nature to to youngsters as well to get them off the screens constantly and just re realize that there are other things around of importance <laughs> it's true and also it's caring for plants as well isn't it i was interviewing a company yeah. that um that do living walls and but they were mentioned that um they put it in the school and you know tried it and then they put it in another one and they they, they love it because the kids are really just you know taking yeah. it on themselves to care for the plants as well yeah, so that's brilliant teachers yes. passion and all sorts yeah. of things which in responsibility yeah. and caring yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah so biophilia is a really good thing all round really to be much fair. better than a hamster i think yes <laughs> <laughs> exactly um i mean we spoke about grounding once before i mean we um i'm just, just for the listeners i know maggie socially too and she's she's a great woman um but we we oh. spoke about grounding um and and um, I have to tell you, Maggie, we, we went for a walk in Tring Park uh, at the weekend and uh, my partner and I, we took our shoes off. Uh -huh. <laughs> so we were walking in the things, there's lots of people with their, you know, their big boots on and stuff like that. I mean, it was a lovely day, but the, 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 the grass was quite damp. Um, yeah. But it was just so, it felt so lovely. I mean, all the kids were looking at us. I think they're about to say to their parents, can we do that? Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was expecting this. No, you can't. Um, Mind the cow pats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, exactly. So, um, but yeah, I mean, obviously it's, it's almost, it, that is sort of grounded. I mean, what is, I mean, can you maybe describe sort of what it is and, and what about the practice that you love too? I think uh, it's only something I literally stumbled on um, a couple of years ago really when we first spoke about it um, but it makes so much sense it's something that I kind of already intuitively knew I think but then I found it when I was googling something completely different mm. I thought, oh it is a thing <laughs> you know? yeah. um, so it's it's just uh, you only have to think about how how well you feel after you've been for a walk on the beach or a swim in the sea mm. um, and to, to think that there is something in this. And, and I think the human body is made up of 70% water, I think. And then uh, there's electricity going on as well. And it makes only sense, good sense, that um, you need to release some of that electricity back and down and into the earth. And so in recent times, you know, we all have rubber-soled shoes now and we're walking on pavements. So you don't naturally get that opportunity. But um, it, it really does have um, when I kind of looked at it a bit more in more detail um, wonderful health benefits um, yeah. so um, and and to, to the point where I think they all of the websites I looked at are saying more research is required obviously yeah I think it's quite a new 
thing and needs to be looked at a bit more to to um, demonstrate to the scientific people that um, it's something whereas you and I already know it's a, <laughs> it's it's a, it's something that we should be doing all the time um, but as you say it's you know people listening if you feel you know if you know what it feels like even to put your feet on on a rug for instance that texture under your feet um, mm. when you do go outside as you say it's all electricity it's ions and and things I must um, I must try and find somebody to interview about it because I just I'm quite interested because you could even bring that into the workplace or you bring it into your home in some way or yes. um, you know connect I outside. have seen I have seen grounding mats for um, you know because if you're tied to your computer or your desk for you know eight hours a day or something yeah. it's very difficult and I have seen grounding mats that um you you pop under your chair um, right. and uh, yeah yeah there's the yeah there's, there's I haven't kind of looked at them because I've always preferred to do things naturally but you know yeah. worst case you know there, yeah, there is there's there. quite a lot there yeah so um just as a kind of um random question if you could paint the world right with a home or sort of home mm or an office improvement brush, what would the world look like? Yeah, I think as far as offices are concerned, I think we, the landscaped office is the way to go. I and mean, there's a lot of discussion, especially just now about, you know, should we go back to cellular offices because of the, you know, COVID uh, virus um, and needing six, six feet distance. But um, I'm hoping we don't have to do that because uh, an awful lot of effort and, uh, money has gone into uh, putting together the landscaped offices um, that, that we see these days um, so I'd like to see those taking shape and I think there's going to be fuzzy edges between home working the home and office space as well so I think those those two things of the landscapes between homes and offices all kind of almost merge you know you could be sitting if you see a photograph you might that might be a home photograph might be an office photograph it's very difficult to distinguish just from a photograph of where someone might be sitting if, if that makes sense yeah. um use of sustainable materials always obviously i guess yeah. um and vernacular design i would love to see that but just building for your surroundings you know we um it was highlighted to me when um we ran the conference in india last november um you go to we were in new delhi uh lots of buildings there that have been designed by you know 20 30 years ago by western architects so they they kind of come in and they oh yes you know in plonk a square building in there and oh it's a bit hot so um you need this air conditioning unit right so they put that in not great you know whereas there are ways of uh, designing your building so you've got natural forms and drafts and natural heating natural cooling just by you know um the, the way the building's designed so um i'd like to see a lot more of that with um vernacular design um with, with regard to homes and um and office buildings well all buildings really that'd be great to see yeah um, yeah is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, any events coming up or online seminars or any articles? Yeah, we have, um, we've got, well, have a look at the website. Um, I try and put everything on there. It's um, workplacetrends.co.uk. Um, we do, I mean, we have got, um, hopefully we're going to have some conferences coming up in the autumn. Um, so we had, we're going to have one in Madrid, I think, on office workplace trends in, in, uh, in Madrid and then also in uh, London in October. 
Um, but we've also got some webinars coming up um, and uh, all the details for those are, are on the website. Um, and there's the, the blog as well, which uh, we have guest posts, leaders in uh, office design and management. And, uh, and I think we, we were due to have a learning environments conference um, this known in May, May or June this year, but that's not going to happen. Um, so that will be online though. Um, right. I've been speaking to some people and we're going to do that um, online over the course. A day is too much, I think, for a webinar, but we're going to try and do that over, you know, one or two hours a day over a, a, a week. So people can just log in and, and take what they want from that. So that, that's kind of, kind of quite exciting to do some, something in a new way. Yeah. Well, that's really good. I'm saying it's really accessible as well for people that yes. can't even, even just generally, even sort of moving forward. I think that's kind of a way for you know way people are going to be, um, yeah. at, you know, um, backing up physical conferences as well. So yeah, it's quite interesting. We have we've been we've been um, streaming the, for the last year. Or most yeah. of our conferences are available as a live stream as well, and it's just and this has just really given us the the, the final kick up the backside to, <laughs> to do it properly and make sure it make sure it's all uh, runs runs well so I, I think it should be quite exciting really well they sound really good and i hope uh, our listeners uh, go to your website uh, which is uh, workplace workplacetrends.co.uk yeah. and um and they have a look at the events and things that are coming up and as you say the blog is really good it's really good there's some really as you say thought leaders some thought provoking yeah. really you know informative uh, content that's on there anybody who's interested in interior design biophilic design learning as you say even learning environments but office and, and just want to know what the trends are um it's a fantastic even first port of call to go so you 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 know it's a fundamental place for people to look at um maggie thanks very much for your time um really appreciate your um expertise and and knowledge and views as well so um and i look forward to seeing you when all this is finished yes, thank you very much it's been an absolute pleasure it's lovely lovely to chat to you thank you for listening to the journal of biophilic design podcast